This is the Midday Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Riley Smith. We're on the phone with John Heinberg of Total Farm Marketing here at the Midday Session. Uh, John, what do we see going on, especially with this kind of a turnaround Thursday? Yeah, we got a good bid going in the grain markets, at least to start today. Let's go to the biggest mover, that soybean market, 40 to 50 cents higher in that September contract at this time frame. And it's getting fueled by a nice move in soybean meal. We put a new contract high in there about a week or so ago on that soybean meal, fell off hard like the rest of the soybean market did. And then now today we're snapping back pretty aggressively, had some really good export sales there on, on that meal side. So that's helping fuel this market, probably just some good meal demand. We did have a sale of meal to Poland this week as well. So it just shows us that maybe that, that soybean meal market's a little bit undervalued, and that's carrying over to the bean market. That's spilling up into that corn as well as the wheat market stays. We're just seeing a little bit of corrective trade. Now the key is going to be the close. We've got a lot of resistance here. We're trying to get September back over $6. December is over $6 at $6.05. We can see if that kind of holds today. Again, that focus is going to probably be on the weather forecast and see if any models change and get a little wetter or drier as the afternoon goes. And then we still got a USDA report next week, which also, too, could just make this market extremely choppy going forward. Right. Of course, you know, we're on that weather market right now. We've got those dry conditions going on. Uh, you know, how, how much longer do you think the uh, support from the dry conditions can hold out against you know, all the other um, factors weighing in? You know, the biggest thing is we got, again, that USDA report next week on Friday. And we, we, you know, we're starting to see the analyst yield adjustments come down. Okay. We'll, We'll see if those numbers continue. I'm not sure the USDA is going to give us that, at least at this time frame, especially since that report was put together in the month of July before the weather really started turning more negative. You know, so that could be something, you know, we could still see a larger than anticipated crop. You know, realistically, we aren't going to get a clear picture on this crop until the combines start rolling or maybe even some of the field, you know, tr- field tours start kicking in. At least then we can start getting some actual boots on the ground and measure this crop overall. But at least this time frame, the market's still going to move on those weather forecasts. And if it does deem it as somewhat threatening, it'll keep some support in the market. My bet right now is the corn market, as well as maybe soybean market, it's going to have wide ranges, but probably still working at least sideways until we get a better idea what we got for a crop out there. Right. And uh, with export sales today, once again, you know, another week of pretty mediocre sales. Uh, obviously, we're probably going to see adjustments uh, from the USDA towards the end of the marketing year. Uh, are those uh, factors necessarily a negative thing, or is it just an adjustment that will happen? Well, anytime we lose sales, it's a bit of the negative side. You know, we're in the last month of the marketing here with August, so obviously we need to see things move. Now, we did. it was nice to see the shipment on corn being over a million metric tons. So that tells me that we're still pushing some bushels out. You know, soybean sales were negative for your old crop side. Corn was still slightly positive, but very minimal in terms of numbers because, again, we're hitting that marketing year end and everything's starting to move into the new crop side. You know, that's still a concern for me, at least on the corn side here. We're competing against those southern or those Brazil crop, uh, those Brazil bushels in terms of price. There's still a little bit more of a value to the world market. And you looked at those new crop sales for corn, they're a little thin today at 290,000 tons. So, so that's something that's a little concerning on the corn side. Beans, we got good sales on the books. Talk that uh, U.S. beans are the better value right now. Now we'll see if you know a whole other subject, the geopolitical, causes any issues in that regard with the the visit to Taiwan by uh, by House, House Speaker Pelosi, you know, and any retaliation by the Chinese in that regard. All right, and what are we seeing on the other side of the marketplace in the livestock complex? 
A livestock market. First off, cattle really had a nice move higher yesterday. You know, saw a little profit taking the start the day today. Cash trade running that 36, 37 window in the south, a little bit more on the northern side. So that August contract's probably fairly priced. We are seeing some money flow into the market. Open interest is at a, about a six-year low in the live cattle pits. Uh, that just basically tells you there's not a lot of money in the market, and that number's been growing. So that could be something we need to watch as maybe some new money moves in and adds to the long position. You know, feeder cattle, we're also softer on the start of the day, probably in response to that corn market and the strength that we're seeing there this morning. But again, most of those cattle uh, contracts are holding those gains that we saw yesterday, which is encouraging. The interesting market today has been the hog market. We started off sharply lower, actually gap lower, double, triple digits down as we saw a big drop in retails in the afternoon. But those prices have since turned around and now trading triple digits higher. I'm watching August expiring here on the 12th. We got over a $25 spread to the October contract. So something's kind of a miss there. And that's something that says either October is undervalued or August is overvalued. And given the cash market, I, I think I'm leaning more towards that. October needs a little bit more value added to it. All right, John. Well, lots of great information today. For those of our listeners who would like to get in touch and learn more from the folks at Total Farm Marketing, how can they do that? Sure, I'd love to chat with them anytime. Then give us a call at 800-334-9779 or shoot me an email, johnh at totalfarmmarketing.com. And then don't forget that website, totalfarmmarketing.com. Again, a lot of great information for producers out there. That again was John Heinberg of Total Farm Marketing. We'll look at the numbers next. September corn is up nine even at 600 and a half. December corn up eight and three quarters at 605 even. August soybeans up 36 even at 15.94 even. November soybeans up 40 and three quarters at 14.10 and a half. Soybean meal up 18.10 at 4.49.50. Soy oil up 20 cents at 62.02. Chicago wheat is up 15 and three quarters at 7.79 and a half. Minneapolis spring wheat up 17 and three quarters at 8.93 even. Kansas City hard red wheat up 19 and a quarter at 8.54 and three quarters. And September oats up three and a half at 4.14 even. On the Merck, August live cattle down a dime at 137.80. August feeders down 67 at 178.67. Lean hogs up 20 at 121.20. Pork cutout down a dollar at 105.72. And Class 3 milk down 22 cents at 19.93. And that's been a check of the midday market prices. I'm Riley Smith. Thanks again to John Heinberg of Total Farm Marketing for joining us today. Make sure you stay tuned later for the Closing Market Podcast as I talk with Bill Moore of Price Futures Group here on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters.